0: Hey! Hi. McDumb, hi. hi. Haven't seen you in forever. I know. Oh, Miss you. Miss
1: you. Cheers. Ooh, that's oh. a good one. Ooh. We're drinking today. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: Mm. mm we are drinking that fresh AF rosé.
1: Yeah, that triana is so good. Best. It's, yeah. a, it's a Sunday where we are, and I just moved to a new place again. Yeah, I like it. We're in a new yeah. studio. I know. And I, I really like it. No, it's the it's definitely definitely the best place that I've lived. It's really nice, and my mom just spent the night, and I I bought her dinner, but I put her to work. Like she definitely earned her food.
0: (laughs) Edie is so adorable. Like you guys have the exact same aneurysms. Oh, I know. Whenever you tell a story,
1: oh, um, I love it, hundred percent. Like so good, and I know she likes that too because. um, So I actually, I did you have you ever done ancestry DNA? I did twenty three and me. Okay, so my parents did like my heritage, like I did ancestry DNA. Like I know a lot of other people use different ones, but the joke is like all growing up, my mom always says, "Like, well, I was just the incubator because me and my brother look like my dad." Yeah,
0: they'll do.
1: <laughs> and then, so Ancestry DNA for any of you that have actually done that, um, they just recently—I don't know how long ago—updated all of their like analytics and like their algorithms. So now, I did mine like over a year ago, and now it's like my original results are different because they've gotten more. Yeah, exact, they keep they've updating it more yeah. and more. Um, like I guess specimens. Mm-hmm. And so my new updated Ancestry DNA breakdown is exactly like my dad's. I have 2% of my mom's DNA. That's it. Oh, you can tell, like, because yes. well, both your parents have done it? Yeah, and I know, like, what percentage, like, Scandinavian. Yeah. My mom is, like, Scandinavian and, like, Iberian. Like, Iberia is, like, Spain and Portugal. I'm, like, 75% Iberian. That's so funny. Yeah. So my mom is mostly Scandinavian. Duh, she has blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. So that's not... And we have a lot of Scandinavian in our family, but I have 2% Nordic. That's it. I'm the whitest white girl you know. You're Snow White. I am I am white.
0: Yeah. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're
1: welcome. So we drink this so fast. I know. Whoops. Whoops. You well, we kind of have to room. because this topic today is weird as it fuck. It is. It's, we're getting back to, like, some of the crazy... Out of this world. Yes. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. I, so
0: we've gotten a lot of feedback on like what you guys like. Like, do you like the unsolved crimes, cold cases? Like, do you like more of the true crime? Do you like, like more of the government, conspiracy? Like, politic yeah,
1: cover up, like so, aliens, whatever.
0: And I, it's pretty like 50 50. So I think we're going to really try, like, our next episode, we're doing this really crazy cold case murder again. So this we're really. Yeah, we're yeah. trying to incorporate all of it yeah
1: exactly so today we're gonna talk about Stargate yeah there are surprisingly more people than I thought and this is a way more accepted like conspiracy theory than I thought it's it's crazy but anyway so
0: yeah we're gonna break this down for you guys like kind of describe what a Stargate is
1: and And history the history examples and then why some you know what exists that make people believe like we actually tried to do that so what is it um so a stargate is a vortex of energy wave spectrum that connects into multiple other dimensions within the universal time space matrix it's like a wormhole stargates are an organic part of the mechanics of creation and function as the core manifestation template of universal creation and there's like this you can go down this rabbit hole I I was not about to because it was like I'll be here for a hundred years. So, um, really, what it just means is an otherworldly door or portal to outside realms hidden within Earth's and space magnetic fields, waiting to transport the enlightened traveler to a place beyond current time limitations. Yeah. And they're made up of lee lines. And yeah.
0: lee lines are alignments of ancient sites, holy places, and specific important locations such as stone circles, standing stones, vorticles, and monuments. So lee links link a number of ancient landmarks by a series of straight lines. They are literally rivers of energy that flow through the earth and also between worlds and other universes. They are the veins and traffic arteries that make up the universal transportation system. Crazy! That's so weird. They are found in places known as nexus points. So ley lines occur all over the world in a crystalline pattern based on a system of triangles. And um, you know the do you great have a temples. Of this? I do. I have a Perfect. I have a map of it. So we're going to put this up on our site. Um and basically it shows where all the stargates are and how they align to each yeah. other because right. that's another really important factor.
1: And there's actually, like, I watched this documentary a long time ago. I'm not going to remember what it is. But there are places in the earth where you can feel change. It has to do with the earth's magnetism. And, like, it does go and you can follow a line that feels different. It's crazy. So, there's science to that, but, like, the the reason for that, that's where you get conspiratorial. So, here's, an, here's something interesting I found. Little to no scientific evidence has supported the theory of wormholes in outer space, much less within the Earth's atmosphere until NASA's Jack Scudder found a way to identify the elusive doorways floating between the Earth and the Sun. So, look this dude up. I'm okay. not going to get into his shit, but, like... He, he's a guy from NASA, and, like, he thinks he found a way. Wow. so freaky. It it gives me, like... like...
0: I mean, imagine, like, transporting into a different time, a different dimension, a different planet, just through this, like, wormhole. And you're going to talk about this in a little bit. The Sumerians, who was the first civilization, they knew all this shit. And historians found all of their tablets, their notes... Um, And they basically, they were like, there's no way that they could have created this on their own without some help. Um, But apparently their knowledge, their initial knowledge, came from a race of extraterrestrial visitors called the Anunnaki. And this is where this whole Stargate theory kind of originates, because the Anunnaki were known to be teachers to the Sumerians and basically helped create the human race. And the origin of the Anunnaki comes from a supposed tenth planet called Nibiru, and so that's where the Anunnaki came from. They created the Stargate to come to Earth and control Earth and create our civilization. Mm-hmm. And so that's also going to relate back to the Nephilim, which we've gone over. If you want to hear more about the Nephilim, that's in one of our episodes. Yeah.
1: They equate these, you know, godlike beings coming down. Like, yep. it, like I said, they're known as many things: the yes. Anunnaki, the Nephilim. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and I went through and that, Neph- and of course, I can't remember anybody else's names. But like every civilization, every religion had their own kind of version of these greater beings coming down from the sky to us. Yes. What I think is so cool, if you take some time and actually look, look up ancient. Um, civilization, like tablets, like look at the Egyptians, look at the Sumerians, look at the, um, the, you know, the northern, northern hemisphere, the southern hemisphere, like everyone kind of had this, a similar drawing. And of course they all look different because they have different styles, but like there's always some like big godlike figure talking to and they always draw, like, the normal people of Earth or, like, their, you know, natives, like, smaller than the figure. And then there's, like, always some, like, really weird, like, round symbol or, like, yeah. drawing. And so here's the thing, like, for me, and I've had to kind of, like, I didn't really think of this, but, like, when I see hieroglyphics or like, picture writing – I think they're, like, oh, just drawing. Yeah, they're drawing, like, something that happened, but they're, like, adding designs and they're, like, making it look cool. No, like, that was their – and I have to remind myself of this all the time. That was our writing. They weren't just, like, drawing symbols because it was, like, oh, let's put a star there. Yeah, that that was their language. You should – a lot of – in people that, like, kind of believe in these theories take it all literally. Yeah. So this is all – I mean, like I said, you can go down a rabbit hole, but the the main theory is – there's a prophecy that mm-hmm. we need to refigure this out to bring the Anunnaki back, back to Earth. So that's the crux of, like, this ancient stuff and then what's coming and what is right now. So so basically... Um, yeah, so they came to Earth a long, long
0: time ago. They helped with our initial civilization, the Sumerians.
1: Technology, writing.
0: Yeah, they helped them, like, get set up or whatever. And then they left and we're waiting for that for their return right and again this is the theory right
1: so space seems to be the most likely location for these doorways to other universes but many places on planet earth have also been attributed with special transportive capabilities so where have they shown up in history i'll 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 talk about that so the first example i have is the puerta de. okay this is one thing I've learned um, in Spanish. Nobody they don't pronounce the H. In if a word starts with an H, you don't pronounce the H. I just yeah, like that. hola, hola, right? Not hola, right? Yeah, hola.
0: <laughs> the, and a what, Y is a double wait. Y is double two L's. L? Yeah, L's are like yeah.
1: Oh no, double L is Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Puerta de Ayumarca, or the Gate of the Gods, Stargate, is located near Lake. Titicaca in Peru. Titicaca. What a name. Reminds me of boobies and poop. <laughs> <laughs> Booby poop. <laughs> Booby poop. <laughs> That's funny. So it consists of a block 22 by 22 feet with an inset door measuring seven feet high, carved into the rock. The ancient Incas believed the larger of the two doorways was used by the gods to travel between worlds, while the smaller one was for mortals. So here's another one. So one is another place called the Gate of the Sun, is located within the ancient ruins of the city of Tijuana... Oh, shit. Tijuanaco Tijuanaaco? And Bolivia. So, we were in Peru. Now we're in Bolivia. It was discovered in the 1800s. The gate is a an arc hewn from a single massive block of stone. It was said that the gate was used to travel from one dimension to... Or world to another. That's so crazy. The Stargate of Sri Lanka is identified by strange symbols carved into stone on a grid measuring six feet in diameter and located in a rocky wilderness on the island of Sri Lanka. Okay. So the P- Great Pyramid of Giza. That's the one right by Yeah, that's yeah.
0: the oldest and the largest of three pyramids in Egypt, and it's also one of the seven wonders of the world. Yep. Stonehenge, mm-hmm. which um, it's a super old display of standing rocks. You've probably seen it on, like, oh, what's that show called? Um Oh, fuck. Ancient Aliens? No, Mal used to watch it. Um, ah, Is fuck. it on History?
1: Oh, oh, no, no, Outlander. Yes. Yeah, I watched yep. it, too.
0: It's yeah. on Outlander. That's yeah. how she, like, gets time warped into whatever. Right. time travels. Um, the Bermuda Triangle. Apparently, there's a huge crystal pyramid at the bottom of the center of the three points yeah. of the Bermuda Triangle. Southern Japan Dragon Triangle, a.k.a. the Devil Sea. The pyramids at Xeon China. Um, enormous burial mounds of ancient
1: Chinese emperors so they, and oh, they think Easter there Island. A stargate there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's another one. Buried under the remains of the Mesopotamian city of Eridu near the Euphrates River in modern day Iraq is the an ancient Sumerian Stargate. So that's like the main one that we're going to be talking about. This is the main area that we're going to focus on. Um, researcher Elizabeth Veg believes the stargate is mentioned in chapter 9 of the book is revelations as the pit of the abyss so guys okay okay a popular stargate in egypt is at abu garab known as the crow's nest located near the pyramid of giza it was built in 2400 bc as a temple to worship the god ra and once stood about 15 feet high it said it was said that it could harness vibration and earth's energies to directly communicate with sacred spirits or beings that occasionally visited earth, making it a stargate. Southeastern Arizona, there is a stone archway standing in the middle of nowhere, measuring 7 feet high and, and 5 feet wide with columns 15 inches in diameter. According to local Native American lore, people have vanished by walking through the archway. Ooh, cool. Yeah. So near um, Nasera, Nasi Nasirah? Nasseria, Iraq, is another ancient Sumerian stargate hidden within an ancient ziggurat. That's, okay, that's, that's I'm the going. one am are talking about, yeah. After it was discovered in the 1920s, the Nazis expended great resources studying it during World War II. Because one thing that I kind of found fascinating about World War II is, like, how into, like, culture and art and stuff that Adolf Hitler was, and he wanted to censor it. So, like, there's this really cool documentary on Netflix about... All these modern artists around that time, like Hitler hated like modern art. Like he wanted classical like art from like a long time ago. So like they're still discovering like hidden paintings from these super famous artists in really? Europe that Hitler didn't like because it was modern art and they've been in like people's addicts for like forty years. What? It's crazy. There's Hitler a lot was a
0: fucking psychopath, oh gosh, obviously. Psycho. Did you know he had a micro penis?
1: Ooh, no. Micro penis. That makes sense.
0: I know. Yeah. So small. <laughs> Micro. So gross. How embarrassing. That sucks. <laughs> no wonder. Right.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, this had been going on and, like, you know, people link the Gulf War and the, ni- like, early 1990s to this with, the, like, you know... The first president Bush. I mean, it's this has been thought to be going on for a long time. Obviously, thousands of years. But like in more recent history, like all these wars, like people are still trying to go over in like Iraq and Afghanistan. Like those are the major like areas that people are interested in. And obviously, it's been fraught with warfare for thousands of years. And it's really political trying to get into there. So the theory is. The Bush administration started the war in Iraq in two thousand three for control of a Stargate using WMDs as an excuse. Yeah, so weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a main guy that we want to talk about um, is this guy, Doctor Michael E. Sella. So he's an Australian national, obtained his M.A. in philosophy from the University of Melbourne and his doctorate in government from the University of Queensland in 1993. Um, After spending two years as an associate at the Center for Middle Eastern and Central Asian Studies in Australia, he joined the faculty of Department of Political Science at Australian National University in Canberra as a lecturer. 1996, he came to the U.S., gained an academic appointment with the School of International Service at American University in Washington, D.C., where he remained until 2001. So this guy was like, he seems, you know, kind of legit. Yeah. But. Kind of smart. Yeah. But it's just, it's just nuts. It's just Um, so out there. So he believes. Or is it? Is it? So this is what he believes. That U.S., Russia, Germany, and France have been aware that the Anunnaki left some very behind some very high-tech apparatus and possibly weaponry when they abandoned the earth around 1700 B.C. Saddam Hussein had been getting assistance from Russia, German, and French archaeological teams for years in an attempt to unravel and perhaps reverse-engineer this apparatus, meaning bring them back. Right. Not just, like, they just can't Bring care. them back for their intelligence
0: and right. to get, you know— Right. To take over the world, exactly. basically, because they're so
1: far advanced, smart, right. yeah. Which Sala, this doctor, claims is probably far in advance of any technology we might have obtained from um from anywhere else. Oh, from the Grays, from Zeta Ridiculi, which is supposedly warehouse in Area Fifty One in Nevada. I don't know what that is. Okay. Oh, the grays are the aliens mm-hmm. from a certain planet. So he think like there are different aliens. We, yeah, so these are different. Like we're they're that's right. They're a group that we think that we've gotten some like crazy technology that could possibly re- reverse engineer a Stargate, but we just have it locked away at Area Fifty One in Nevada. Weird, weird Area Fifty One. Yes, I want to go. I know. Um, in later years. When Baghdad fell to American forces, the area happened to fall smack in the middle of a highly unguarded and fortified uh, place called the Green Zone. Like when when we went in bombs 2003, over Baghdad, bombs over Baghdad, bombs over Baghdad. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So when when Baghdad fell to the American forces in the in the Green Zone area, um. So for there are conspiracy theory point states that's not a coincidence. Um, there have been a few whistleblowers who allegedly have come out of the woodwork to confirm that the u.s wanted access to this technology, including one Dan Burrish who claims he was part of a covert team that went into Iraq on a mission to find the portal that's like that's the yep. task Force 20 yep <clears throat> so okay. that guy has come out and said like oh yeah that's that's happening so crazy. Let's talk about it. Let's okay. talk about let's get into Iraq now.
0: Okay. Um so again, we talked about the background, the Sumerians. They were the original race, yep. and then the Anunnaki came in and taught them everything, and then they left through the stargate back to their home planet called Nibiru, which is our 10th planet in our solar system. We don't yep. know if it's in our solar system right. still. Whatever. But apparently the Anunnaki is supposed to come back and the U.S. like we want dibs on getting a hold of this alien race first. Of course, and we, there are a bunch of stargates located all over the world, but the big daddy stargate that everyone wants a, a hold of is the one in the Middle East, the one in Iraq, in the city called Nezariah. It's just southeast of Baghdad, in the Great Ziggurat, which is this That's big the ass mean, temple. This is this is not, the one we're going to talk about,
1: and that is in. The U.S. believed that Saddam Hussein found it and he was going to disclose all of this to the public, which we didn't want to do.
0: Right. So let's fast forward to the Afghanistan war. This is really important because I feel like a lot of us don't realize the... Afghanistan War and the Iraq War are completely different wars, okay? So when we went to war with Afghanistan, the U.S. was pretty much supportive of this because of 9-11, and they had just attacked us. We wanted to fucking kill Osama bin Laden. Fast forward a couple years, and now we're into war with Iraq. And the reason why we went to war, according to President George Bush— was because we thought that they had weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. And we wanted to, you know, basically prevent, yeah, prevent horrible nuclear war or whatever. Um, But guess what? There was was no no. evidence of weapons of mass destruction. And that was discovered pretty early on, too.
1: Yeah. Well, the public... People were really pissed that we were over there. Yeah. I do remember Mm -hmm. that. Like, people were furious. They're like, there's no reason for us to be over there right now. There's no WMDs. Why don't we bring all of those guys back? Bring them back home. Yeah.
0: But I think that a lot of people, I know I did, related the two. So I basically thought, oh, this war in the Middle East is all from 9-11, but it's not. Right. So the war in Afghanistan was first. That was because of 9-11 and then the war in Iraq is completely different. And that is because We were under the influence. We thought that they had weapons of mass destruction. So we're trying to, you know, save our country or whatever. Um, So the theory comes from, you know, it's argued that competing secret government organizations are struggling to get the Stargate for this, quote-unquote, prophesized return of this advanced race of extraterrestrials, the Anunnaki. Again, not the first time a foreign power has shown interest in this particular Stargate, Right. We talked about World War II and all, all Britain. All, all
1: throughout. It started in the 20s, really.
0: So the Bush administration recognized that Saddam Hussein had valuable or relevant information on this Stargate and also the Anunnaki. Yeah. They're so smart and technologically advanced, so Saddam Hussein wanted to fulfill this prophecy and
1: of advanced, the Anunnaki returning. And his government, right?
0: Yeah. So apparently, this mm-hmm. is the theory, we went to war with Iraq to get access to the Stargate. Right. So Saddam Hussein was going to release this to the public. The Bush administration wanted to put a big stop to this, and then they decided to invade Iraq to prevent this from happening. If you think about it, there's really no reason why we went to war with them. There was, there was no, no evidence of weapons of mass destruction and that here. was
1: discovered pretty early on. I mean... So why not... It, why why wouldn't it be a Stargate then? That's so crazy. Like, maybe we... Let's just take it for face value. Like, maybe we actually did think that they were... Because, of course, at like... And, and that's a big thing about Al-Qaeda, ISIS. They're very, like... Um, boastful and like what they have they want to seem like they have more power or like they like like that's why like ISIS took like um, um, ownership of all of these deaths like if they killed somebody they're like yeah we did it like or US you should be afraid of us because we have this shit yeah so who
0: knows and that's another whole thing yeah
1: but I could see I could see how maybe we because they maybe like you know af- course we're just like gin pop here and like maybe they did say something to make our government and and our investigations did prove like maybe they were because they could totally act like they had weapons of mass destruction to build themselves up but then once we actually invaded and found out there was none why didn't we pull out right away that's the question so on September 9th 2002 as the administration was launching its campaign to invade iraq a classified report landed on the desk of the chairman of joint chiefs of staff and it came from donald rumsfeld and it carried an on an an, un ominous oh my gosh there's a lot of vowels right there carried an ominous note please take a look at this material as to what we don't know about wmd rumsfeld wrote to the air force general richard myers it is big So
0: that was that. It was is big it. dot dot dot
1: yeah. And then that was just a quick report that came on his desk. So the report was an inventory of what US intelligence knew or more importantly didn't know about Iraqi weapons of mass destruction. Its assessment was blunt. We've struggled to estimate the unknowns. We range from zero percent to about seventy five percent knowledge on various aspects of their program. That's wow. a big old
0: range. That is a big range.
1: So, Richard Myers already knew about the report. The Joint Staff's director for intelligence had prepared it, but Rumsfeld's urgent tone said it was a, said a great deal about how seriously the head of defense, the Defense Department, viewed the report's potential to undermine the Bush administration's case for war. Wow. Yeah, but he never shared the eight-page report with key members of the administration. So where's such that as report? like Colin Powell? Um.
0: It, it, were, it disappeared.
1: Oh. oh the report. Sugar. Instead, the report disappeared, and with it, a potentially powerful counter narrative to the administration's argument that Saddam Hussein's nuclear, chemical, and biological weapons posed a grave threat to the U.S. and wow. its allies, which was beginning to gain traction in major news outlets, led by the New York Times. While the threat posed by nuclear armed Iraq was at the heart of the administration's case for war, the JCS report concluded our knowledge of the Iraqi nuclear weapons program is based largely perhaps 90% on analysis of imprecise intelligence. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. We know nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So there's just I, I th- this is a great um, article that I had, but... Like, th- this just goes into detail around what we didn't know, what we saw that we interpreted, and who told who, who didn't tell who, where it go. I mean, I mean, that's just – it just brings up questions as to why. So, I mean, that's why more people than you think actually believe this theory. Though.
0: Where did you – um hear about this theory originally?
1: Oh, so it was actually um, one of my co-workers. Okay. Kareem. Thanks, Kareem.
0: What did Kareem think? He,
1: he, I think he just thinks it's crazy. But It's crazy. Yeah. But um, honestly, I think, I mean, a lot of this ancient alien stuff, and like when we talk, well, anytime we talk about UFOs, it's like open to big interpretation. But the one thing that I can say as far as, like, my final thoughts on this. Unless you have anything else. I don't. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of secrets, government secret, Anything to do with the government or UFOs, like, you're not going to get a lot of, like, hard evidence or hard facts on. And it's just going to be, like, people's, like, eyewitness reports or whatever. But yeah, my whole thing is, like, there's been enough strange things to happen that yeah. it makes me believe it's not just black and white the days that we live in like day in day mm-hmm. out isn't just how it all is so now there's I mean, something and more. I and I am not like you know I, I'm not a huge believer in like a lot of this stuff but I mean you know they must have had if I'm being my cynical self like yeah there was not great reasons there there to me the iraqi war was like maybe there was a financial thing involved like or maybe oil. there was an oh it's totally all oil. goes back to oil yeah um it's who who owns that and now and now that would never happen cuz we found all those reserves and the plan right. and stuff so like the us has like no reason to like worry about but the oil but East. the war is still going on it's still going on but like there had to be a reason to keep that war going on i think it's financial i think it's an alliance thing like but it very well could be something bigger than that. Bigger so. than our world.
0: Yeah, literally. Yeah.
1: So that's that's kind of my final thoughts on
0: it. Yeah. Do you totally think there's a Stargate? I have no fucking clue. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I
0: it's bigger. than But do you think the mind. Bush administration is like? Would they think like that? Like, come on, George W. Bush is so well, silly. Well, they have a
1: lot. They have the smartest people in the world around them at all times. And maybe that was also a ploy, right? Yeah. We don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. Yeah, this one I usually I,
0: I will have like a strong opinion. This is just
1: fucking. This weird. one I
0: literally like have no idea.
1: Because it involves so much stuff. Right. It's ancient history. It's aliens. It's, right. You know, governments or, are acting on that now. Like, right. It's it's a crazy one. Yeah. So definitely dive into this thing. It's, yeah.
0: Stargate. It's so crazy.
1: Yeah, we were a little all over the place, but because it's like, it's all, it's all intertwined. Because it is all over the place, yeah. It's all intertwined. So car Okay. All right, well, let us know what you guys think. Yeah, so we have next coming up, we're going to do a crazy cover-up story. We're going to kind of go back to that, and then, like I said, like, we're taking suggestions from anyone and everyone. I love the true
0: crime, unsolved mysteries, cold cases. But duh, this is a conspiracy podcast, so anything goes. Anything goes, just let us know.
1: Yes. All right guys. We'll have a great day. We love you. God, God bless. bless. And trust, trust no, no one.
0: one.